podcast, your go-to place for teas and chats. I'm your host, Emma, and today I have a guest with me, none other than Mr. Jack Ewins. Hello, Jack. Hello there. <laughs> I don't often get to see you, do I? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Jack's come on here today to talk to me about a trip we took. Um, I actually couldn't believe how long ago this trip was now. Mm. Um, it is well over a year ago. Yeah, when was it again? It was October 2016. October? October. Really? I'm lying. It was October <laughs> 2017. That yeah, would it was make 17, it. Yeah, 17. Yeah. Um, and we went to Seattle <laughs> in America. Mm-hmm. Is there any other Seattles? Did I need to clarify that? <laughs> no, I believe there's one Seattle. There's a singular Seattle. Yeah, yeah. And that's where we went. It was, very, uh, it was a good trip. So I've got Jack on here to talk about that with me. Jack, some kind of background on you, maybe interwebs-wise. Uh, I'm Emma's husband. Yeah, that's, that's all he does. No. Uh, Jack has a really fun YouTube channel called <laughs> Terradome 3000. That's what, I, that's what I led with Jack. You do many things. He's a man, some would say, a jack of all trades, as got quipped at work the other day. But um, no, I'm leading with Terradome 3000. He's shaking his head with shame. Yes, uh, Terradome is sort of like my, my sort of hobby that I do online where I talk about movies and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah. It's yeah, fun. It's, I like good. it. Yeah. I got to a cameo on that once upon a time. I played the computer. You still do? I do still play the computer. Because you recorded like loads of voice bits for it, so I still have a back lot of that. So if I ever need the computer to come back, I just uh, use your voice. But I do. I actually was going to talk to you about that, because I want to get you to record some other voice parts. But in the summer, when it's hot, and yeah. you can actually record some episodes. But yeah. Yeah. Oh, the, the reference for that is that the set of the Terradome is currently in a shed. In our <laughs> near our garden, so yeah. it's, it's a chilly place. Mm. It's a chilly, chilly it place. It is outside, yeah. Yeah, but it's Exposed good. To the elements. Well, it's a it's a good built shed. Yeah, it's brick. Brick shed. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we digress. Back to Seattle. So <clears throat> off we went on a merry way to Seattle. My friend was getting married. My um my longest longest no oldest friend. She's not old. How would you phrase that? She's not an ancient woman. Your longest friend. My longest friend. Well, I've got two longest friends, and she's one of them. One is Paul, mm. and the other is Sam. And she was getting married in a lovely place called Friday Harbour, um, which it's I probably think... probably one of the nicest places I've ever been to. It was beautiful, wasn't it? Yeah. It was so nice. So we'll come to that as well. So off we went to Seattle. So we started there, and we landed. And I hadn't actually ever thought I was going to go to Seattle no, that I'd trip. never even thought about it. Before. No, I you know thought we'd go to America, various you know a few different places in America perhaps. Mm. But yeah, so we went to Seattle and we went there. And if you've been or if you've heard of the kind of highlights of Seattle, people tend to tell you you should go to Pike Place Market, and we had some food mm-hmm. there. That was really good. Big food, but it's America, you know. So yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. We um we, four plates worth on one. It was huge. We went for we were there around kind of lunchtime. We had sort of just landed, so our body clocks weren't in sync with the local time. But we were really, really hungry, yeah. and it's lunchtime, so we thought we'd take advantage of a lunch deal. Did I have fish and chips? Yeah, was we, it was like that, that like a fish sandwich. Oh, that was it. Yeah, and yeah. chips, and they were just absolutely massive. Like we could have shared it. Mm. Um, yeah, not to. Well, because it handed was right to on, a stereotype, but well, because it was right on the ocean as well. It's like really fresh, really well, fresh yeah. fish. Yeah, it was lovely. lovely. And do you remember the beer? Do you remember the weird thing about how the beer came out? No, I thought I've this got a the other of day. Us with the, two beers. the giant tankard. So we we ordered a beer each, and they froze frosted the glasses. Oh yeah, that yeah. And it was kind of like presented as almost like an ale type beer. So an ale beer 
and you know, you can call it a beer, but an ale over here in the UK would be served at room temperature or cellar mm. temperature, really, yeah, after yeah. it's come up through all the pipe work. You would never consider chilling it. Not and completely, no. No, and then they came in these frosted glasses, which were huge. Um, so that was really fun. That's and then nice. It was good. Now, it, you know, in true wedding fashion, we split off into separate camps uh, mm. for the day. So on my, my end of things, we ended up going to the Space Needle, I got a good picture on there. That was good. It was quite funny, actually. We went inside and there was a lot of information given about the Space Needle in comparison to the Eiffel Tower to the point that I started to think, maybe this is a thing. Were they like in competition or something? A little bit, yeah. It was like, the Eiffel Tower is this big, but the Space Needle (laughs) is this big. Took this many people to build the Eiffel Tower and so on and so forth. So I found that quite interesting. That um, maybe it was rival architects. Yeah. Maybe we'll have to look that up. So yeah. I've actually been. That's, well, a, that's what we like to call a jackanism. A jackanism. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Jack comes out with things sometimes with such authority. Uh, well, I'm just trying to think what what would like in this case like. Yeah. What's the logical reason for why they would be constantly comparing it to the Eiffel Tower? I got and the impression. The only thing I can think of is like competitive architecture. Yeah. I got the impression that the good people of Seattle wanted their own version of the Eiffel Tower and they were not to be undercut (laughs) in any manner. But um, yeah, we'll have to look that up. Hopefully not a jackanism or indeed an emanism. It might sound like an anemone from Nemo. An emanemonism. Yeah, so the Space Needle and then the other big thing. Now this isn't actually tea related it's actually yeah what tea are we drinking the, and we today even introduced the tea we haven't introduced the tea today we are having a delicious black tea Ooh. with licorice mm. in it and it's from a local local to us obviously um a norfolk tea shop called wilkinson's in the city of norwich and it's a loose leaf tea so here we go finally we are delving into the realms of loose leaf, not just a tea bag. <laughs> tea, which is what I've been doing so far. I set up a tea podcast and I go with, you know, the old faithful tea bags so yeah. far. Um, but yes, it's a loose leaf. So, so I've, I've joined the first legit episode. You're the first you're legit episode. We've, we've cracked out the big guns for Jack, right, um, cool. including the teapot. So the teapot I've got has a filter built in it. So you just put the, the tea leaves in at the top and then fill the water in and then it brews like that so you don't have to have the little tea strainers her yeah. cup which I really like and this is the, also the teapot that was used I used to make your logo yeah yeah podcast, so. it is one of my favourites of mm. my teapots I think it is my favourite it's your actual favourite here we go there you go we're making decisive decisions <laughs> on our teapot ranking maybe we should rank no that's not fun <laughs> let's rank them as teapots one day um, <laughs> that requires visual that might be a youtube video yeah oh, i don't know i meant just me and you oh. <laughs> it was <a> slow sunday <laughs> get the teapots out and rank them um so yeah so the tea actually the tea's pretty brewed so before we get into the i left it on a bit of a cliffhanger there as to one of the highlights of seattle some would say that the highlight of seattle is the antithesis to tea I don't know if I've used that word correctly. Antithesis. Antithesis. Mm. Who knows? But I'll reveal it in a minute. Let's pour this tea. So do you want milk with your licorice tea, Jack? Mm, yeah, go on. I'm going to have some milk with my one. So well, you're I the always... host, so you give me what you think. What I think. Now, normally with a black tea that's been flavoured, I would go for just the black tea with the flavouring. Right. Um, for example, vanilla. Mm-hmm. Or from Japan, we brought back loads of different 
black teas that have been flavoured from this hotel. So there's like a strawberry one, passion fruit one. Yeah, so I usually just let that do the talking. But with this particular licorice one, which I've had before, I do like it with some milk. So, oh my gosh, Jack is no, going no, I'm for bringing it. That over. No, you can you go for no, the no, honours. You, you pour. It's your I'll podcast. pour. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you know you are letting me doing this as someone who has heard the first episode, where <laughs> I managed to pour it everywhere but the cup. Oh, there we go. There's a bit there. Oh no, we're doing well. We're doing well. It is dripping. Why? It never normally drips. I don't understand. I'm going for a left-handed pour here, people, with Jack's one. Yeah, but you haven't, you haven't spilled any on my end, so we're all good. I must have been overzealous with the boiling water, I think. <laughs> smells lovely. Fragrant? Yeah. Oh, we had a, a sniff test. <laughs> there, let's have a... Okay, I'm going to have a sip. Cheers, Jack. How, how, wait, how would you rate the smell? The smell. How would I rate the smell? Okay. Um, now licorice isn't actually like aniseed isn't one of my favourite flavours I I must admit yeah you like all those you like really weird hard sweets like rhubarbs and custards Mm -hmm. and lemon lemon drops yeah you and your sister both love these things I I don't mind them but there are many other things I prefer I think um, uh, what did you say rhubarb and custard is my favourite yeah. Out of all, like, all the hard sweets, I think. That's the winner. That mm. takes the biscuit. So, yeah, the licorice. <clears throat> I like, I mean, I do like it. I know I, I like this sip, too. So. You already had a sip. You are breaking the rules. Mmm. Mm-hmm. Lovely. Oh, that is nice, isn't it? Yeah. Isn't it like with loose leaf tea, it lasts longer? I don't or is know. That, is that just uh, something I've just got in my head? I have no idea. We've had this tea for a while. I was going <laughs> to so... say that's why that's, that's why I was bringing it up because we've had tea bags that we've just like sort of left for ages and then they just yeah. look a bit ugh, so you throw them out. But yeah. Loose leaf tea. We've seen this one's been in the cupboard it's for like been f- years. It has actually <laughs> been years. Oh no. Okay, so this podcast is not only going to be an excuse to drink tea, but if also this is a the journey. Last. This is the last podcast. Yeah, the last one. I've just, <laughs> just been banned from keeping tea for too long in the <laughs> no, cupboard. No, get ill from the Oh, no. <laughs> Hopefully we won't be ill after this tea, but I'm going to look up after this to find out how long you should keep your tea in the cupboard. Maybe I'll do a tea etiquette episode where I reveal... That's a good idea. Yeah. yeah, I'll do that soon, guys. I'll uh, explain all the different ways that you should look after your tea in an educational and informative moment. I'm going to have one more sip. <laughs> Me too. Mmm. So, Jack, can you guess what I was going to mention? Something famous in Seattle that is potentially, if we're using the word correctly, the antithesis to tea. Uh, Coffee. Coffee, yeah. So the first ever Starbucks opened in Seattle. Yeah? Yep. Mm. I said coffee because I was thinking of Frasier. Frasier, yeah, exactly. Which is an excellent show. So mm-hmm. kudos Seattle for that one. Yeah. Um, yeah, so there is the first ever Starbucks. I did get a Starbucks, but not from the Starbucks shop. So, <laughs> <laughs> so there was a really big queue and you're like, but there's another Starbucks around there. It's because it's like, that's the one. It's the one. Yeah. I don't so think I had a Starbucks at all when I was there. Did you not? No. It's quite hard from the other times I've been to America. I find it's quite difficult to get a coffee that's not a Starbucks. Mm. Whereas like here in uh, here in Norwich, we're kind of fortunate in that a lot of entrepreneurs have gone I shall make my own coffee and um, we've got we're inundated with really great places to get coffee around here that's really fresh Mm. and a lot of places seem to be roasting their own beans and doing all that sort of thing whereas yeah I found it difficult I'm sure there are many but I found it difficult to find anything that wasn't Starbucks it's like they've kind of 
beaten them. <laughs> it kind of makes, like in Seattle especially, it makes yeah, sense. Yeah, Seattle so, makes the most sense uh, with that. I think it's quite safe to say on this podcast, because it's a pot of tea podcast, but I'm not a massive fan of Starbucks. No. I like the little coffees that we usually get when we go on a long drive. Yeah. Those, those like pre-made They're so gross. They're so well, gross. Well, they're, they're so, so full cheap. of sugar and cheap. And, they're cheap, but I do oh, like Oh, we those. keep buying them. But <laughs> they no, are I'm good. Not, I'm not like a massive fan of Starbucks. I no. actually get coffee more. If I was to think like where do I buy coffee from more, uh-huh. if I think about it, it's probably Costa. Mm. Which is, you know, I don't know if that's right to say. I don't, I don't even know. Don't I'm know. not a coffee connoisseur. I'm not a coffee connoisseur. If, if Luke I'm, is listening. Then yeah, Luke, Luke could weigh in on this. I would tend to get a chai latte from a Starbucks or a Costa or anything like that. Mm. Um, which has nothing to do with coffee and a lot to do with sugar <laughs> so <laughs> and, um, and cinnamon. Um, but what I do like is if I go somewhere where I can see they've been roasting beans and it's done really, really well, I do like to just get a filter coffee with no milk in or anything, mm. and that's really nice, and I enjoy that. Yeah, but yeah. Um, ever since someone told me that it tastes kind of burnt when you keep coffee brewing like they do in Starbucks, kind of can't not taste it. So mm. that's the other reason. Yeah, the other time I'd have a coffee is if it's covered in vanilla syrup. Yeah. <laughs> Stops it tasting like coffee. <laughs> but yeah, so that was that was Seattle. We didn't what really spend the... that much time in Seattle, did well, what we? What was that place near the ocean that we went to? There was that like seaside oh, the pier. thing. There was that pier with the Ferris wheel. And... Yeah. So it would be good for this podcast if we'd remember. If we'd remember, but it was, you know, so long. It was so long ago that I couldn't even actually remember the year that we went. Well, well we were there. We were there mainly for the wedding in Friday Harbour, so it was just yeah. a brief stop in Seattle. I think we spent a night, no, two nights, we spent two nights, so we got there and we had lunch, mm-hmm. stayed in, so if you're going to Seattle and you want somewhere to stay, I can definitely recommend Ace Hotel, Yeah. Um, which is where we stayed, it was really nice, it kind of, it was cheaper than a lot of the other places, because it was inspired a bit more like hostels, but it was, we had a private room and they had really nice amenities. Yeah, it was really good. And the waffle maker. Oh my word, yeah. So you go down in the morning and you could have um, croissant and fruit and toast and then a waffle maker. And I was just looking around like, why is everyone eating a croissant like a fool? There's a waffle maker here. Well, and they, they had were the huge. pre-made mixture there yeah. and everything. But the mi- the, they made the mixture, didn't they? It I wa- don't know. I get the feeling it might have been one of those shake them in a can the, type jobs. I can't remember jobs. where the mixture was. Where did we get that from again? Yeah, it was all there. Yeah, it was It was there. It was in like a jug or something. A jug, yeah. That yeah. Was when we poured it in. And then, um, and there were teas down there. I do find when we go away, we do tend to try and find the tea quite quickly. Yeah. Nah. We're and pretty tea mad. Us we are, yeah. But no, America did well on their breakfast tea. Mm. It was there. A lot of, again, these little cartons of, of milk. Little plastic UHT milks that yeah. aren't actually real milk, but yes, yeah, so I'm not a massive fan of those. No, not the <laughs> biggest. So we went on from Seattle, so then we got into a van, <laughs> which was yeah. great. So, um, our friends Sam and Tom have this really awesome van, and so Friday Harbor. So, I had never heard of Friday Harbor at all until Sam moved there, it's right on the uh. Like border of America and Canada, isn't it, it is yeah on the west hands the west side of the uh, of the yes. landmass. Yeah. Yeah, 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 it is. <clears throat> so to get there from Seattle on the way there, we all trundle into this van, and then we had to get a ferry across. And that ferry journey was lovely. Mm-hmm. It was so nice. There were seals. Yeah, seals. And we went across the expanse of water. What is that? Was it a sea? Was it an ocean? No, it was. It was part. It was. 
forget what they call it now, but it was like, I've got the map. I've got the mm. map in the other room that will tell us. But it's like, um, uh, should I get the map? No. 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 Okay. no. Well, I think it was like, it was, uh, obviously it was coming from the Atlantic Ocean, but it was like, you know, an off, off from the Atlantic Ocean. So. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know if that actually had a name. Might have been Friday Harbour. Might, Might have been. Have been. <laughs> Might yeah. Have been the actual name. So then we, we were on the Sam, ferry. if you're listening, let us know. Yeah, please let us know. We're very ill-informed travellers. <laughs> yeah, we just turn up in places. <laughs> we just walk around and go, ooh. ooh. And then we got to Friday Harbour and it was so nice and cute. It reminded us of Gilmore Girls. Yeah. The little town in Gilmore Girls. It just even had a little bandstand in the middle. Yeah, it looked, it looked like the set from Gilmore Girls. It that, did. Like, come to life, yeah. It was absolutely lovely. And we had an Airbnb and that was all nice. And then we went, so the few things we, again, because we weren't there for that long, we literally went to America for six days mm. for this wedding due to um, some work commitments that I had. So it was a, a flash, flash in the pan kind of trip. Um, I discovered a love of mimosas <laughs> in Friday <laughs> Harbour, uh, the champagne <clears throat> cocktail, that was really good. And the one day that we had that was a bit more free, we went whale watching. Yeah. Oh man, that was amazing. That was brilliant. Now, if you've been whale watching you will know the long-standing joke of that you don't really often get to see a whale. <laughs> so you will, you pay the money for the biologist that's on the boat and he can tell you about the whales and everything around you and for the trip itself. And if you're lucky, you can find the whales. And she was explaining to me that um, the reason why they're difficult to find now is because they have banned the use of sonar technology mm-hmm. to find them because it interrupts the fish, it interrupts them communicating to each other, which I think is great that yeah. they figured that out and... So what happened was we were on this boat and there were some other, there were other whale watching companies out there as well. And they were all radioing to each other, seeing if anyone had seen the sighting. So we set off in one direction. It's a line of sight, isn't it? Yeah. Visual confirmation. Exactly. And then I think our boat, our captain got tipped off that there'd been one scene nearby and it was so exciting. Well, there was the, the, um, the pod of orcas. That's what they were trying. Mm. That's what they'd heard. There was a pod of killer whales. Yeah around and then they heard that there was a humpback whale yeah or one or two humpback whales in the area yeah but then we were hoping to see both obviously Mm -hmm. but then it was we saw the seals there was this like whole like a load of rocks full of these seals yeah Um, and then obviously there was like um well i don't know there was porpoises wasn't there porpoises in the water yeah with the but that was with the ferry in the way there wasn't yeah there There was some porpoises or something in the Mm -hmm. water but we didn't see those because People were pointing them out, I remember, and we were yeah. like, oh, I can't see them. But then there was like the, the killer whale pod had moved away, and then the humpback whales were in the area, and we could see, what do they call it, the, uh, the water spout. Uh, yes. Outside. But that was so, we so were, far away. We, we were, were told on the boat, we were told everyone needs to look out for the whale, and if you see it, you have to make a lot of noise <clears> um, and let the captain know. So we're all sort of like leaning over the edge of the boat, like I wonder mm. where it is, and then someone, I think it was on the other side of the boat to what we were on, suddenly start going, oh my gosh, I've seen one. Not using those words, but yeah. they were very American and not, oh my gosh. Um, so, <laughs> and then we turned that way and, and we actually saw one, didn't we? Yeah, it was a big humpback whale. Yeah. And it came pretty close. Like, mm-hmm. not not really close, but it was like close enough to define like that it had um, uh, the, what do they call them? The, those little things that stick onto them. Oh, I forgot the name of them now. Mollusks? Mollusks? Is that that sounds they... about right. Let's go no, with mollusks. I think a mollusk is... Uh, Limpet? Limpet, yeah. <laughs> God, this is terrible. I should like learn what those are. Um, hangers on. Loafers. 
hangers on, freeloaders. <laughs> freeloaders, yeah. yeah. Got you could see those, and like you could define the details on it and stuff. Like it, well, it wasn't like far, far away. It was like only a few hundred meters, maybe even less than a like just under two hundred meters away. But then we saw his tail come up and yeah. go down. It was amazing. I've it got like great. a very blurry video where I've zoomed in. Yeah. Yeah, and then another boat pulled up, and it was like in, it was like sort of we were all helping each other spot this whale. But yeah, it was it, so fun. Yeah, these two, one or two other, but it was one of the boat, wasn't it? Turned up, and mm. we were all sort of cheering at each other, like, "Yeah, we've seen the whale." It's if you ever get a chance to go and see these animals in the wild, it is definitely mm. like worth it mm-hmm. because these creatures are like the biggest living things that have ever lived on planet earth as far as we know yeah and exactly so to see them out in the wild just living it's like it's kind of humbling and it's so amazing especially when you go to so the natural history museum in london has took away the dippy dinosaur haven't they and the is the trees are changing it to the whale they've already done it they've already done it is the blue whale yeah blue so you'd go still. in there we need to go we need to go back yeah and, when i'm and, next in london i want to go yeah because it's a it's a and the difference is the I, f- I believe the fossil that was in the entrance to the Natural History Museum was like, obviously, it's moulded from the real fossils, so most of it's fake. Mm. Like I, I think, if not all of it is fake, You're like the real bones are, aren't for public because they can damage it and it's priceless and all that. But the blue whale skeleton is a real blue yeah. whale skeleton because I think it was one that I believe was washed up and then they ble- like they bleached the bones and all yeah. that sort of stuff so that's like a re- you're looking at a real thing rather than a fake yeah mock-up of like amazing yeah i am um, i've just realized something a bit funny so mm. if you are listening to this and you are aware of um of jack you will know that he has quite a strong connection to dinosaurs <laughs> and part of me when we were starting this uh today sort of I wonder if if he'll bring dinosaurs up. It wasn't you, Jack. It was me. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I brought them up. So you, this is how um, you've just infiltrated my brain. I don't know if you've noticed, but I never dinos. talk about dinosaurs. No, I'm it's only, just me. No, I'm only ever in response to other people <laughs> yeah. talking about dinosaurs. We will save. We won't go any further with that. I'll probably get you on another time to talk about dinosaurs in more detail. Yeah, I'll be back. Yeah, he'll be back. Um, mostly for the tea. I did also yeah. just break bana- bake banana bread, so maybe I'll bribe you with sweet treats next time. Mm. <laughs> that's, I can smell it. it yeah, it's gonna be, that's going to be our reward after, after recording this podcast. So back to the boat. We've seen the whale, and we returned to Friday Harbour. And we had a rehearsal dinner. So in the UK, you, um, you don't rehearse. You, I think if you got married in a church, if I can remember when my mum got married, um, we went to a church and you kind of practiced what you had to do in there. Mm. But certainly when me and Jack got married, we didn't practice anything. Um, no, we winged it all. We it. did wing it. Yeah, completely. <laughs> the whole thing was, no, there was, there was planning. But um, yeah, so, and there are no practicing and we didn't do a rehearsal dinner. That's not a thing here. So Sam, um, even though she's English, marrying an American, um, did the American style and it was really nice. It was, it was lovely. It was, it was nice because you got to know, as as two people who didn't really, like, I don't really know many of Sam's friends from America. Um, we went to different universities. I know Sam from when we were 15 and worked in a cafe. So oh, I didn't know anyone. Yeah, and Jack didn't know anyone at all. So it was an opportunity to kind of chat to everybody before the big day. Mm. And it was really good. Yeah. It was nice. Beer pong happened. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, classic. <laughs> Um, I think Sam's mum, who is um, a wonderful, epic woman, beat Tom, uh, Sam's betrothed, at beer pong, and it was glorious. <laughs> yeah, and then, yeah, it was the wedding day, and they got married next to this backdrop of the sea, 
and it was sunny. It was actually Friday Harbour. It like, was Friday Harbour itself. The ocean coming in. Yeah. Amazing. Absolutely stunning. So I would, yeah, if you were in Seattle... Horribly cold, I might add. So cold. Because we're right next to the ocean. Everyone was freezing And it was October. The pavement heaters weren't as strong as everyone Yeah, there was a really lovely moment that I can remember where, because the hotel gave us all blankets, and we all had these blankets wrapped, like everyone was dressed so beautifully, but we all had these blankets around us that were grey and long, Mm. and we're all huddled around the fire, and Sam... It's like a homeless Yeah, it was, was, um, yeah, it was a bit different. And Sam had everyone, got everyone's schmalls. Schmalls? Is there a sh in the schmalls? Small. Small. A Sean Connery small. Small. Is what we had. Um, we had lovely small. <laughs> exactly. And um, that was that was one of those classic moments where if you put British people and American people together, inevitably you'll end up discussing the different words that we use for things. Mm. And then what I did like though was we were all in agreement that the dairy milk was far superior to the Hershey. Yeah, there you go. You yeah. it here first. There you go. But um, they were saying their graham cracker biscuit was better than a digestive. And I think I'm on the fence on that one. I, I think I need more. I, well, his, I've eaten many digestives. Yeah. I can't remember what a graham cracker tastes like. Well, there we go. But I've only eaten one graham cracker. So. <laughs> yeah, and it was, <laughs> it was on that fateful day. That's not really I um, have a pretty good memory when it comes to food. Yes, you do. I, a lot of the things that I remember will be accented by what I ate. And that's usually why I remember it. Um, I don't know why. It's just how my brain works. I definitely love food, though. So You have a passion for it. I do have a passion. Cook. Thank you very much. I do. Yeah. I'm, I'm getting more and more into um, trying new recipes now. Mm. I'm very thankful for a lot of friends over the years who have taught me different recipes. I think Becca, so if you heard the episode Emergency Tea, Becca Felgate was there, and she was the one who introduced me to cooking from scratch, I think. Mm. She showed me what a tin of tomatoes was <laughs> and how you can use that as a ah, base. So that's why... She's the source of the bean bollocky. Okay. Um, right. Yeah, so thanks, Becca. You helped me <laughs> learn how to cook. So a jolly old time was had, really, all in all. And then it was it didn't all end there, actually, because the way we got back to Seattle in itself was yeah, we an had experience. Yeah, to this airport. Yeah. But it, well, it was like an airfield. It was yeah. like a little strip. So for a bit of context, our plane back to the UK was at something silly like 11 in the morning, which if you're in Seattle is absolutely fine because you'd just get across the airport. However, Friday Harbour is only accessible via the ferry. And the first ferry wasn't until... I think six and it was a bit notorious that if the weather was looking bad and it wasn't the most reliable of ferries everyone was saying also we didn't have a vehicle because we had hopped in the back of Tom's van to get there yeah well once you get off the ferry it's quite a substantial drive yeah exactly back to Seattle from the port so what we did was we looked into it and we're like we can't risk it with a ferry it's too expensive a flight so we we chartered no, we didn't charter. We It was a plane that was already going. That made it sound far more fancy than it was. It's just a word you've heard. I know. Mind. I was like, we used the word charter here. This is an opportune moment. We chartered moment. an aeroplane. We well, didn't. Yeah, I guess you could say that. Yeah. yeah. But us and eight other people that we had never met before chartered collectively this plane yeah. together. Um, 
so we decided we had to get a little a tiny plane. It was like a toilet roll tube. Just, it was so small. It was tiny. Yeah. So we walked to the airfield. Mm-hmm. And then we got in the plane. And then we got in the plane. <laughs> and then we were... It we was, were sat right behind the pilot. Yeah. And it was fa- I was fascinated by the way he was flying this plane. Because yeah. he just looked so professional. He was flicking these switches, pulling all these yeah. plugs. And like not even looking at the controls. And the plane was just... I think we were looking out the window and it was like... It, if you've ever been in a plane that big, it is a very different experience than being in like a massive jumbo jet. Because jumbo mm. jets, it's like smooth. And it's all smoke part. and mirrors. Like on a jumbo jet, you can kid yourself that you're just in a room. Or in a like, bus or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's like a, it is like a bus, an air bus. Because you can see the plane, you can see that you're in the sky. Um, but you can't see that anyone is doing anything to make the plane fly whereas mm. there we were right behind it and like there was like a bit of wind and he was like literally manually turning these little knobs around mm. to, to make things happen i don't know what they did no it could have all been for show yeah <laughs> but been, none of those buttons did anything or he might have frantically been turning all of these things going oh my god oh my yeah. god and we all just quite happily <laughs> sat one of there. these were going down yeah <laughs> it seems so complicated um but yeah. it was really cool, and it was it like was great. it was like my friend um, Thompson used to own an old mini, mm-hmm. like one of the original minis. Yeah. And when you got in that, going thirty miles an hour was terrifying mm-hmm. because you were so close to the ground; it felt like you're in a go kart. Yeah. And you thought if something happens, this is there's no saving us in this thing. Mm-hmm. That plane felt like that mini, but in the yeah. air, it was like really thin walls. It was it was rattly, but it was really fun and it was really cool. It felt like. Being like Indiana Jones or something going on an adventure. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It was it was great. It was it was worth it. Mm. Um, and then when we got off the plane, I'll use the the picture for this episode on Instagram. I'll use the picture that we took when I got off the plane because I felt like a movie star. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't look like one, but I felt like it. And there's a random man in the picture, and I don't know that man, but. I think it's the- no, it's it not wasn't the pilot. the pilot. It was another. It was another passenger. Yeah. Yeah. And then we made. Oh my gosh! And then we were full of experience. For a six-day trip, we were very fortunate. A lot of things seemed to happen in this short, tiny trip. And something happened on the plane home. Do you remember? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh my word! Yeah, this was amazing. This was great. So we were sat on the plane back to the UK, and the pilot. It was like quite dark, and the pilot suddenly just said. Those of you on the right-hand side of the plane, look out the windows. We were luckily on the right-hand side of the plane. We looked out the window, and there, I kid you not, were the northern lights. Yeah, the aurora borealis. Aurora borealis. Yeah, like we were sort of, obviously that's up in the stratosphere. I think that's where it's situated. So it's like, we're not level with it, but it, mm. it looks like we were level with it. So you look out the window, and it's all the blue and greens, and it looked exactly how you, yeah. how you see it on TV and stuff. It was it incredible, was amazing, and that is one of the it's one of those wonders of the world that you know I I never I've, thought I was going to see. No, it. me neither, because I've always thought oh, it'd be great to see the the Northern Lights, but I don't like not going to Norway. It is Norway, isn't it? That you go to? No, it isn't. No. It's Iceland. <laughs> I, I said Northern say, Lights and thought Norway. North no, Pole. Yeah. yeah. And um, so, I, so my sister's seen them because she mm. went to Iceland and my, my dad really wants to go as well. But it's never been sort of top of the, the list for me. I'd, I'd, I would have loved to, but mm. I want to go to some other places a bit more. So seeing them there, I felt like I was cheating. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Felt like I was cheating. It was. The, the only irritating part was the whole left-hand side of the plane got oh, up and then crushed everyone on the right-hand side to peek out these tiny it. windows. To I look. felt bad, but it did. I, I'm pretty sure the left-hand side then got. It well because it 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 was moving. 
Well, yeah. like they were moving and we were flying sort of underneath them. So then yeah. he said, and if you look out the left, it should be yeah, there. Yeah, so they then everyone... got to see it as well. But yeah, yeah, if you were in the middle, God, you'd be you'd be annoyed. It was really you? funny because the, the the pilot said that like I don't want to make people jealous, but you should see what I'm seeing yeah. outside, the, <laughs> outside the view. God, the, they would have had such a view. Mm. Amazing. But so yeah. there we go. That's that Ticked was that off the, the trip. bucket list. Yeah. Yeah. A tick. What's the sound of a tick? <laughs> I guess. I don't think there's a sound <laughs> for a tick. There should. But katik might be. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Lovely. Wow. And that was Seattle, folks. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. I loved it. I, I think Seattle, the city, if I'm honest, I, 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 it was the city to mm. me. There wasn't anything in Seattle. Sorry, Seattle. There wasn't <laughs> anything actually in Seattle that made me go, wow, mm. Friday Harbour. That was... Knocked out of the park. Knocked out of the park. Absolutely So it was beautiful. worth going to Seattle just to... Jump over to Friday Harbour. Yeah. yeah, I know what you say. I hear you. I mm. hear you, Jack. You do. I'm right here. <laughs> right here, and so do you. Um, so, folks, there we go. That sums yeah. up our trip. Yeah. Um, yeah. Another successful tea and chat. Both happened yeah. this time with a guest, which is always enjoyable. Mm-hmm. So, if you have enjoyed today's podcast and you're listening to on various mediums, please can you? I don't know. What is it? You give stars, like it. You rate it on iTunes. Rate it on iTunes. Give it a review. Give it a review. And if you don't want to do that, at least share it. At least share it, folks. Uh, Please do. And if you have been to Seattle or you're going to Seattle or you want to chat about Seattle at all, please do drop me an email. If you want to prove to us why Seattle is so good. Yeah. (laughs) If you've got any opinions on Starbucks coffee, email podoftea at gmail.com. I'm also on Twitter and Instagrams. Instagrams. And all of that those shenanigans so our fortnightly podcast will be back again in two weeks see you later folks